0: Hello and welcome back to my podcast. Today is probably gonna be a little bit of a shorter episode because I'm gonna be honest with you I haven't been sleeping properly for the past (laughs) four or five days because I'm definitely jet lagged like really jet lagged. Also of fits the whole sleepy theme but maybe you hear the thunder in the background so sorry about that <laughs> but yeah it's storming right now but i figured i wanted to talk about jet lag a little bit because after all this podcast was and still is about you know my digital nomad lifestyle as well and i like to talk about topics that are relevant to me in my life at the moment which is Why my episodes are always usually about something that relates to things that, you know, currently interest me. And yeah, this week (laughs) I am definitely suffering from jet lag. And I wanted to talk about that a little bit and I wanted to tell you what mistakes I made. (laughs) Because I definitely could have done better. (laughs) But yeah, so we're going to talk about jet lag, how you can reduce it and what you can do if you already messed up. So this is probably nothing new to you, but jet lag is when your normal sleep pattern is disturbed after a long flight and time zone change. And you know, it usually just bounces back to normal within a few days as your body adjusts to the new time zone. But you know, if you don't do it correctly, you might be messed up for a little bit longer than that. So the thing about jet lag is you can't really prevent it, but you can do some things to reduce it so when you're flying before you fly the first tip that i have is get enough rest getting enough rest before your trip helps your body you know just be in a better position to handle all the stress that's about to happen (laughs) and yeah you can you know already kind of merge into the new time zone that you're about to be in so this time i flew from the states back to europe so What you could be doing, technically, (laughs) is getting up earlier and going to sleep earlier as well. Because, you know, with the time zone change, that's basically what will happen. Well, I did not do that, so there's mistake (laughs) number one. Um, My sleep was all kinds of messed up before my trip because there was just, you know, so many things I still wanted to do and so many people I still wanted to see and Yeah, so (laughs) I really messed up on that one, (laughs) Um, but you know, that's okay. But that's tip number one, definitely get enough rest before your trip and already start maybe merging a little bit to your new time zone. All right, so that's what you can do before your flight. Also, it's really coming down right now. I really hope that it's not too loud and that you can still hear everything okay. But yeah, so now we're going to be talking about what you can do during your flight. So one thing that's super important during your flight is just to drink plenty of water. You know, your body gets really dehydrated when you're flying and that just has a negative effect on all systems of the body and also your sleep rhythm. So drinking enough water, actually before, during and after your flight, <laughs> is really important. Usually what I like to do is, before I fly, I drink a bunch of water before I even leave to the airport. And then I always bring a huge jug of water, or actually that's a lie, a huge empty bottle, like an empty jug, to the airport with me. Because obviously through security control you can't really bring anything. But then I use that bottle and just fill it up after the TSA check. And that has been super helpful because honestly... I have forgotten it in the past and i have not done it because i thought oh it's not that important but most airports first of all have free drinking water where you can fill it up and then second of all on the flight i mean yeah you do get drinks but oftentimes like just like the last flight i was on it was an 11 hour flight and we got drinks like twice which would be like two small cups of water and for 11 hours that's just not enough and honestly without having my water bottle i just forget about drinking so i would just not drink (laughs) unless deserve drinks but because i had my water bottle i could just you know continuously always like sip a little bit of water throughout the flight so that is also a huge tip of mine just bring your own water bottle bring it empty to the airport and then fill it up after the security check because yeah it's a lifesaver especially when you're super thirsty and then You really want a lot of water, and then you just get these tiny cups, and it's, yeah, I don't know. Your own water bottle is definitely, definitely a plus. Now, this is actually something I did on this flight, so I'm proud of that, but unfortunately, it did not prevent all the other mistakes that I made, (laughs) so I still got jet-lagged, but hey, at least I wasn't dehydrated, so there's that. The next thing that you can do to prevent a jet lag or at least make it better during your flight is to keep active by stretching or walking around the cabin and I know might sound a bit weird (laughs) Um, but especially on like super long flights like I don't know I want to say like eight hours plus I would definitely recommend that you know every few hours at least you get up and at least walk to the bathroom you don't even have to go just stand there like where people usually wait and you don't have to do anything crazy like you don't have to like start a full yoga routine there in the airplane because obviously that's also i don't think they would be very happy with you all the flight attendants but i don't know just standing and like maybe you know stretching your hamstrings a bit by just lifting your feet up while you're standing or you know just going on your tippy toes and just you know stretching out a bit moving a little bit walking just a tiny bit that can already have a huge effect on your well-being and it just also helps with so many other things like so many people get lots of problems during flights like swollen feet or just you know Worst case, there's like blood clots and stuff. So yeah, walking around always helps. That's always a good thing. Um, yeah, so that's definitely something I recommend. This time, I mean, I tried to do it with my flight, but honestly, <laughs> I, I had a really good sleep on this flight, which I'm gonna get into in a second. But um, that meant that I slept for around seven hours out of the 11 hours. And the rest of that time... i didn't sleep i watched movies so really did not move around a lot (laughs) so yeah that's definitely something i'd recommend to just get up every few hours if you can another thing that you can keep in mind is to try to sleep if it's nighttime at your destination so where you're about to be and that's kind of a no-brainer you know to already get into the routine and to already get into that time zone It might not be easy, especially if you're just not tired, but you can also just try to rest a bit and just close your eyes a little bit. That can already help. Now for me, the problem was when I flew here, um, my flight started at like 9 p.m. Texas time. So uh, that was already like, what, 4 (laughs) a.m. European time. And I went to bed on the plane at I want to say like midnight so that would have been 7 a.m <laughs> european time so I really messed that up because obviously when I then slept for almost seven hours like I mentioned earlier I slept from oh wow that was a loud thunder <laughs> um I slept from like 7 a.m to 2 p.m and <laughs> obviously that's not what you want to do Um, My plan was to sleep less, but for some reason I could sleep really well on that flight and Yeah, I just kind of lost track of time (laughs) So yeah, don't do that. (laughs) Try to sleep a bit less so that you can be tired when you arrive (laughs) Um, And then go to sleep at the proper time at your destination But yeah, that is, you know, my number one tip here that I definitely messed up and I think that was like one of the main points that messed me up on this trip and now just a little extra tip I mean that's really a no-brainer but if you're on the plane and if you can't sleep use earplugs, use eye masks, use headphones just try to get comfortable (laughs) stretch out however you can with the amount of space you have it's really, you know, it's better to get some sleep than no sleep at all and yeah you can always bring a little pillow on the plane as well and just yeah that really helps (laughs) now one of the big no-no's of a flight is try not to drink too much caffeine or alcohol no matter if it's the morning or if you know you need to be up a lot longer or if it's the evening and you just want to have a drink before going to sleep the thing is caffeine and alcohol will make your jet lag worse and so it would be better to not drink too much of it sure you can have a coffee like in the morning if you wake up on the plane but you know try to limit it a little bit i gotta say with the slide i did do that like i had like one coffee um in the morning so that wasn't too bad but maybe it was a mistake as well because <laughs> you know <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have done that, but that's okay. Now comes basically one of the most important things after you arrive. So that's basically when it gets really important what you do. So the first thing is change your sleep schedule to the new time zone as quickly as possible. Try to aim for the first night already. And that's where I messed up (laughs) because as I told you I slept, to like 7 a.m. Texas time, which was like 2 p.m. European time. So I woke up at 2 p.m. And then by the time I finally made it to my house, it was like 10 or no, actually like almost midnight European time. But I've slept until 2 in the afternoon. So I still wasn't tired, even though I arrived at midnight. And it was really hard for me to fall asleep that night, I think. I lay in bed like tossing and turning until four in the morning or five in the morning. And that was really rough because I knew I had to sleep because I wanted to work the next day. And I had set an alarm, which I'll talk about in a second, um, but I just couldn't fall asleep because I slept too much on the plane. So even though I had such a nice sleep on the plane and the flight went by so quickly, next time I would definitely set myself an alarm to like maybe wake up after three hours instead of seven hours of sleep on the plane just to get into the new routine quicker because now it's like four days later and i'm still jet lagged but (laughs) yeah so i would have saved myself a lot of that trouble now the next point that kind of goes hand in hand with this is set an alarm the next morning to avoid oversleeping And I did that. (laughs) I had an alarm set for 7 a.m. and I didn't fall asleep until 4 or 5 in the morning. So I only got like a couple hours of sleep. But I figured, you know, it's better to just now get for the entire day and then um, then at least be tired at night, you know. (laughs) And so that's what I did. And it worked relatively well. I still... I had some trouble falling asleep the next night, but it was a lot easier because I had gotten up that early. Um, yeah, so I would definitely recommend getting up early, just ripping the band-aid off. <laughs> Even if it's not too much sleep at first, it's better than spending a week or two being jet-lagged. Uh, so yeah, that's definitely, definitely important. But what I then messed up a bit was the next night actually, because... I did go to bed at a reasonable time, like I guess around midnight, and had my alarm set for the early morning, like 5.30. And when I woke up, I didn't feel too great, and I got really, really sick around 7 in the morning, and just did not feel good at all, and I was really tired, so I decided to go to sleep, and that was my big, big, big mistake, again, because... You know, sure, I was tired because my internal clock was still in Texas time, which was around midnight at 7 a.m. here in Europe. And I went to sleep and slept until 11, so four hours. And <laughs> that's when I really messed up because <laughs> I was almost back to my normal schedule. But because I would gotten so sick and like... I don't know what happened i might have eaten something wrong or i don't know but i was so exhausted that i just passed out for four hours and yeah that was an issue because then the next evening (laughs) i just couldn't fall asleep again until like two in the morning (laughs) or three even and yeah so don't do that or try not to i mean obviously if you're sick you gotta listen to your body but try to you know as quickly as possible get into your rhythm don't take too many naps don't you know sleep too much during the day because of your old schedule just try to rip the bandit off and get through it for at least two three days and then you should be good then you should really be back to your rhythm And then the last thing that you should definitely do after you arrive is just go outside during the day. Try to get some sunlight because that will really help your body clock to adjust to the new time zone because we are really, really primed to go with the sun. So wake up when the sun rises, get tired when the sun sets. And so if you expose yourself to sunlight during the day, your body will be much quicker in realizing oh it's daytime now like it's not night time and when the sun sets you know it'll be the opposite so if you can just go outside a bit get some sunshine and yeah that will really help your circadian rhythm out a bit and then obviously I mean I already mentioned this but the big don't the big no-no that you should not be doing is don't sleep during the day <laughs> only sleep during nighttime, and that's where i messed up <laughs> when i took that nap but yeah it's you know it's really pretty self-explanatory try to get into a new into the new routine as quickly as you can and yeah then you should be pretty good now these are the biggest do's and don'ts but now i want to get into just a few little tips and tricks and little hacks that might help you with your jet lag and that are helping me right now. So the one thing is if you can't fall asleep, try different things. I mean, obviously sleeping tablets are not the greatest choice because they can be addictive and they should really, if possible, only be used if you actually suffer from insomnia. Um, But there's so many other things that you could try. You could try listening to white noise or what has really helped me personally when i can't fall asleep at night is finding some sort of sleep meditation like a guided sleep meditation or sleep hypnosis even there's like so many like 10 15 20 minute things on spotify and even though it might sound strange at first having something like this to focus on and that tells you exactly you know what to relax and what to let go of that really helps me because one of the big reasons why you know i can't fall asleep is because i'm not really tired and so my mind just wanders and my mind just runs at like 80 miles an hour (laughs) while i'm laying there trying to fall asleep and having something to focus on or even like an audiobook or I don't know like a nighttime story there's actually a bunch of like adult bedtime stories that you could listen to all these things can really help you have something to focus on because you know I mean you could watch some tv as well I try not to do that too much um but sometimes i will do that that i will watch until i get really sleepy and then just drift off to sleep but i'd rather have something where you know the blue light is not shining at my face it's just something to listen to and in that case guided meditations audiobooks bedtime stories all these things are you know great alternatives to that and they can really help you fall asleep now unfortunately that's kind of it with the things you can do against jet lag it's not great but (laughs) the thing is there is no real cure to jet lag there's just some things that will make the symptoms a bit better and yeah so apart from the things that i just mentioned there's really not all too much that you can do but i still hope that you know maybe you got some ideas maybe it helped a little bit and maybe some of those tips you can apply to a flight in the future <laughs> in case uh, you have a long flight planned and yeah definitely I recommend to not make the same mistakes I did because I do regret it <laughs> but at the same time I know that you know starting today I should be back to a normal sleep schedule or at least I hope I will um and then yeah worst case it just takes you a few days to get back into your Rhythm that you know and into your routine but obviously the quicker the better <laughs> so yeah I know this was kind of a random episode <laughs> but I just figured it might be useful for some people and it's definitely some stuff that I would have needed to have a refresher on <laughs> before my flight so yeah maybe it helps some of you out um, plus all of the tips I mentioned about the flight do not just apply to long flights or um, overnight flights or different time zones, it can apply to any flight and actually any long trip that you go on, Um, so yeah, definitely remember those for whenever you travel, however that might be, and yeah, I think that's about it for this episode, (laughs) next week we're probably gonna dive a bit deeper again into some, maybe some shadow work or something, I'm not sure yet, but yeah for now this is it if you liked it you know please leave a review or send it to a friend whatever you like to do and yeah i will see you next week